0: Hello, hello. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Nikki, and she won slash manifested today's live coaching call on the podcast. She left a review, and she was the lucky winner to win this call. So without any further ado, I'm going to hand it off right to Nikki, and she can introduce herself. Hi, Nikki. So happy to have you on the show. And Please take a moment to let people know who are you and what do you do?
1: Sure. Thank you for having me. And I joked with you before you hit record that I'm not surprised that I won this call because I literally manifested it. I saw this little competition running and I was like, I'm going to win it. And I put my (laughs) review in and here we are because I am a manifestation coach And a business healer. So I work with energy. I do energy healing. I help my clients drop into what I call your soul stream, which is also known as the quantum field, which is tapping into soul time, which is where all your clients already exist, all your healing already exists. And then help my clients find the clarity to drop into alignment and to create space for their clients to drop into their world. So... So that's what I do. And thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah. Where can people find you best if they want to connect with you? Because what you do, I believe there's a lot of people who would be very interested to
1: to find out more. Sure. You can find me on Instagram at Nikki Hartel. You can find me on Facebook, Nikki Hartel. You can find me on my website, NikkiHartel.com. And the Hartel is H-A-R-T-E-L.
0: Yeah, I'm going to ask you after the call to send me all of that and I will pack it right in the show notes so people can just click on it. Let's talk a little bit about your business. Like where are you at in your business right now? Like what is what is the general gist of things?
1: What is going on for you? Okay, where I am in my business right now is I feel like I am in a grounding stage. So I do work with the elements. It's part of the work that I do. I bring in elemental alchemy with my clients, fire, air, earth, water, and ether. So I do tend to talk about the elements. So you'll have to excuse me, but that is really where I am in my business in the sense that I have had this beautiful growth and brought on incredible clients that have not only had beautiful transformations themselves, but I feel like I've expanded so much over this year specifically. And where I am right now is I feel like I'm grounding into everything that's happened before I then take off again into the next who knows uncharted territory who knows what's next yeah that's where I am I
0: love what you're saying you use different words but that's exactly how I experience quantum leaps as well where it's like oh you make a big leap you're like oh that that feels like a lot Like there's a lot of moving pieces and then you have this beautiful like settling time. We're like, okay, let's clean up some of the messes. Let's, uh, these things like this grew all very fast. So let's, let's clean things up, tidy up, get settled, calm down our nervous system again. And once you feel grounded, you're like, okay, this feels pretty good, pretty stable. That's when, when I feel like the next leap can happen. If we always grow, 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 it's like, Ooh, yeah. It's a surefire way for, in my opinion, to like burn, burn, burn out or burn, burn things down after. So what are the things that you're doing right now? So you've left, your business is really successful right now. You've, what are the actions that you're doing to ground yourself?
1: So part of the grounding, I would say, and When we have an opportunity, we can also talk about quantum leaping versus what I call quantum surrendering so that you don't have the burnout and your nervous system doesn't go through the roof. But so side note pinned (laughs) in terms of what I'm doing now to ground. One of the aspects is that I've been able to slowly bring on a team and by a team it's three people. so somebody supporting me on the VA side, somebody supporting me on the graphic side and just having people to support the the growth. So it's almost like you have this beautiful expansion and even though I invested in my business a lot in the beginning, investing in client uh, coaches, and investing in my own personal development it's now at the stage where I'm investing in my business and in the structures and the systems so that there's a solid foundation to continue growing so I think it's that and it's also I am very I have a lot of ideas and I can tend to get a bit carried away so it's in the grounding stage it's there's not many ideas floating around right now. It's I can just feel that it's that settling, almost refining the packages and the programs that I have on offer at the moment, looking back at them and saying, okay, how can I improve my customer experience? How can I deepen the work that I do before I just jump off on, onto the next adventure and start a new program because that is what motivates me and excites me and fires me up. So it's just that improving what I have in my business at the moment. Can you tell me more about
0: like the offer structures? Do you offer one-on-one? Do you offer group programs? I want to get to know your business a little better.
1: Sure. I have a one-on-one container, either three months, six months or a year. I only work with five clients at a time on a one-on-one basis because the work that I do is very energetic and it's very intensive, energetically intensive. And so I just do not have the energetic capacity to be having a whole lot of sessions all day, every day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So so all my, not all my energy, but a lot of my energy goes into my one-on-one Clients And then I do have a group program that I ran in the beginning of the year, which is a journey through the elements, fire, air, earth, water, and ether, but an embodied journey. So it's, it's very woo-woo, very out there. It's literal elemental alchemy that you feel flowing through your physical body. And that journey is very powerful, but I've paused it at the moment, and I'm probably going to start it up. Next year again. So that's my group program. And then I have a membership. I have a monthly membership called the Magnetic Membership. And once a month, I do an energetic activation. And again, it's linked to the elements. So fire is burning down and releasing what no longer serves you. Air is clicking into your embodied truth so that you can create beautiful content and have it literally flow out of you. And this month, Ironically, or maybe not ironically, is the Earth month for my membership, and we're doing a client attraction activation. So it is grounding into what your mission is, what your vision is, and then creating the space for your clients to to drop in. So it's the membership.
0: Okay, and that's it. It sounds very beautiful. I think for now. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds very interesting and very beautiful. In a sense, it's it's all topics that I know, but from a perspective that that is that is new to me and and it's very, very interesting to learn about that. So after this call, I'm gonna go stalk you even more on on Instagram and read up more of your your content. Now, when you think about your larger vision for your business or when you look at your business from a bird's eye perspective, what are some of the things that you're like really really proud of and really like celebrate? And what is is one or two things where you're like, hmm, that wouldn't fall into the like I'm super excited about it category?
1: So they and they're probably linked actually now that I'm thinking about it. So when you asked me that question of You know, bird's eye view, looking down, what can you celebrate? Immediately, what came to me was how the information flows through me for my business. So I've been running an online business for many years and I've shifted into this soul coaching, manifestation coaching, In the last two years, before that, it was more website and branding. But when I started shifting into this new way of being in business in the beginning, like two or three years ago, I would find myself looking around a lot at what other coaches are doing, looking at other websites, looking at other programs, not to copy, but I would say to myself, I'm getting inspiration. And so I would... Have a look and see what's going on. And then, like a week later, I'll just settle and then sort of process and bring my own perspective into it. But what's happening now is literally everything that I create in my business, whether it is a social media post, whether it's a video, whether it is a program that I design whatever I create now is here's the woo-woo part pure source it's literally it just comes through me and so I've realized that I am a channel everyone's a channel you're a channel we're all channels we all have access to our soul's intelligence and and two, this beautiful information that can literally bubble up. And that's what happens. And that's how I flow through my business. So in the beginning of the year, I received, I was literally sipping tea in my lounge, wearing pajamas and... The program for the, what I called at that point was the portal program, which is the elemental journey. It literally just dropped. It landed in my lap with such clarity. And at the same time, I received information on essential oils that I can use. The whole program just was boom, 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 clear. And without a sales page, without anything, I just launched it and I ran with it and it was beautiful. And I've just flowed in deep trust from that point onwards. And I had a moment probably a couple of months ago when I had this realization, oh my God, everything I create in my business is just, it's pure creation. It's just creativity flowing through me. And that's really what I help my clients with is for them to tap into that. So that just flows through them and into their business rather than looking outside, which is normal and natural, and I've done it to try and grow your business that way. So I think that would be my biggest celebration.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot of
1: sense. That's huge. My, yeah, it is huge. It is huge and it's beautiful and it's, yeah, I feel just so grateful to be in this place where I'm experiencing this. But the reason why I'm experiencing this is because it's what I love. So I yeah. have a methodology called the embodied expansion methodology where I bring in the elements and I bring in the oils and I bring in the energy healing and I bring in the embodiments and I bring in the manifestation that's how I live my life and we all are able to do that every single one of us okay but next to on to the next question how what what am I not so proud of was that the not just second
0: that doesn't live up to the standard of like the things that you're like celebrating and want to shout from the the rooftops where you're like, ah, that's amazing. I love it. What is something where maybe it's like, Hmm, it's okay. I guess kind of feeling.
1: I would say, and ironically, it's on the flip side of what I just said is the moments in time where I haven't trusted and I've maybe Written something or shared something that isn't in alignment. So, because I'm human, so I have moments where I'm like, oh, maybe I need to, you know, be realistic and maybe I need to follow this specific strategy with this proven blueprint, even if it doesn't feel (laughs) exactly. You know, even if it doesn't sit with me 100%, I'm going to follow this approach to, let's say, taking a video. And it's, you know, step one, you've got to do this. Step two, you've got to do this. Step three, you've got to do this. But I'm, as I'm saying it, I'm like, this doesn't sound like me. This doesn't feel like me. And there have been moments this year where I've like dropped back into that and then very quickly I realize, what are you doing? <laughs> Just trust that. Whatever you put out there, if your clients, I believe that all of our clients are already here. They're already in our soul stream. And the more authentic that we are, are, the more they see us from an energetic perspective. So I have to just keep reminding myself. So I would say maybe there've been a few moments, maybe like two (laughs) over the last year where I've forgotten that or just found myself slipping back into... Relying more on the strategy than the magic.
0: Do you have any idea what prompted
1: those moments? I love to learn. So I'm constantly reading books. I'm constantly hiring coaches, (laughs) joining programs and trying things out. And so I think it's just being like, in a mastermind as an example and this is what everyone else is doing and I get like into the energy of that and then I see it working for everyone else and like oh I'm gonna try that and then I go and I try it but it's actually not it's not my journey yeah
0: yeah oh I can relate to that on a personal level so (laughs) very much though okay So let's take a look at like the different components. You have a sort of like, you have a very, very strong foundation in the energy and in alignment. You have a very thorough understanding of what is like how to spark creativity, how to be authentic and how to listen to your intuition. It really sounds like you're very clear also on differentiating intuition versus versus fear like there was zero fear in anything that you said so you you have a very very strong yeah very strong foundation from which you can build so maybe let's take a look at the strategic components of your business and see if there are any screws that we can we can tweak or turn you also said that you're cleaning things up in your business by hiring support. And I believe like you're, you're good and set on that. So let's take a look. There are different components in your business that I, that, that usually are screws that we can turn when we want to, want to think about the next level income wise and also ease wise. So On the one hand, it sounds like you still have quite a lot of like a group program. So looking at your offer suite, you have a lot of one-on-one clients and you have one group program and a membership for recurring income. Financially speaking, one-on-one just has its limitations because you're going to run out of capacity.
1: I have already. I'm full. (laughs) So I get that completely.
0: Yeah. So from, I feel like that would probably be one of the first places that I would, if you were my client, like that, I would say like, okay, let's take a look at that. Where is play? Where are opportunities where we can create extra capacity or diversify your offers so that it becomes accessible to a wider range of clients and Obviously, as you have also more clients in general, like it also increases the value of your one-on-one. You can increase your prices. It's just, I find that a very, very beautiful, elegant place to tweak. Content seems like you're set. You're like, I'm good. I get the creative downloads. I know what to post. I'm calling in clients. So that feels, that sounds very rock solid. Is it, Would you say that's
1: true? Yeah. It is rock solid. It does... At the moment, I am the one who creates the content in my business. Yes, I have tried to bring on support in that on that side before, and it doesn't work. And I don't know if it's because I'm too fussy, <laughs> or if it's because the moment that there's too much structure, it's almost like I freeze. Yeah. But there definitely is an area where I do feel like it would be nice to have support. It would be nice to have support on the copy side where it's still my voice and it's still me, but I'm not having to write every single word.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there is there is definitely room for for some, support. Yeah. There is.
0: Yes, I I hear you this is probably the copywriter speaking in me I have and had quite a few clients who were on the spiritual side and you said it yourself earlier like it's very woo woo like that's probably what my clients would have said as well and I find that writing copy for them and I'm re- like a I own this unapologetically. I'm really damn good at emulating people's voice. Like I hear their voice in my head. This is one of my unique gifts. Like I download right through them and I can write for them and it sounds exactly like them. But the thing is, there is this magical component of writing something yourself. That just, I feel, makes a difference, especially on social media. Like outsourcing copy for sales pages, for offer messaging, especially my spiritual clients, like they will send me voice messages. They're like, I don't know how to sell this offer. And then they will like talk. I'm like, okay, send me a voice message and they will talk about it for two minutes on Boxer. And I'm like, this is the, this is the essence of it. This is, this is what came right through. And I can help them put them that into words. So that creates a lot more ease. But there is still always a difference between them going live or putting out a post that they wrote in the moment. What? And I find that the content writing works best for sales pages, checkout pages, emails. But on social media, there's just such a direct energetic co- connection. And usually, when you post something to Instagram, then later you do stories around that topic anyway. So, I don't feel like it really makes so much sense to outsource Instagram captions. And this comes from someone who built her first, like, her, like, my business started off writing captions for other people. Right. So, that's like how I was introduced in that coaching
1: world. Okay. Mm -hmm
0: especially when you have such a strong energetic connection
1: yeah for sure and to be honest it is the emails and the sales pages and the, that's where I just feel I feel my, my energy getting drained because I'm fine to do a post but now if I need to put a sales page together uh, no thanks <laughs> so yeah that makes sense
0: yeah okay Yeah, that is definitely something where you can save yourself quite a bit of energy. And if you want to, after the call, I I can recommend someone. The other question is like, you're calling in clients quite strongly. So do you actually need sales pages?
1: So not at the moment, but next year, I think I'm going to do a one-year journey a one-year journey through the elements, like deeply intensive journey with only one person. So I'm going to need a sale. Well, I don't even know if I'm going to need a sales page for that, but maybe for that one person. Yeah, I don't know if I need a sales page for the one person. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably not. But then for my group program, which I want to relaunch, I probably would need to rehash the existing sales page. But I guess it's more like the email. So, and the copy that goes around everything. So, for my monthly membership, as an example, I have, I do the one activation every month. So, last month was a sole retrieval. But it's got its own little page and you can buy it on its own. And then when you buy it, there's an email and all of that I don't have set up because I've got to write the emails. And then there's probably an opportunity to continue nurturing them. And I don't have that set up. Everything at the moment is just on the fly. So there's a lot of... uh, Yeah,
0: that actually sounds like you might want to look at an OBM. So someone who like takes that process and just owns the process for you so that you can just have someone where you're like this is what we do Okay. So your monthly membership are, that sounds like it's somewhat similar to my VIP pass. Correct me if I'm wrong. So you do every month an event or like a a masterclass that you can buy individually, or people can just like buy the whole thing so that they always have access every month and then probably at like a small discount or something. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a wonderful offer to have. And also a very draining one, because every month you're going to have to produce some kind of like masterclass. Okay, that's, yes, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm happy because we've just identified something that is an energy drain, and that is definitely limiting your capacity before the next level can come, because it's always in the back of your mind. It's like, it's eating, it's chipping away, brain space, energy in the background, kind of like a little Pac-Man guy going like, and you're like, "Mm, I need that for other (laughs) things. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So the way you could clean this up is by finding someone who is really like good quality OBM. And that person would help you set up sort of like a standard operating procedure. Now, it's that little bit of structure that they need in order to adequately manage your membership and the things, the details that go inside of it. So, for example, you could have an OBM who sets up, okay, we are like Nikki needs to announce the master class or the, the life program component for the membership this month and what goes into it. Maybe you do that on your Instagram with a post or Instagram stories. They take that information and they distill it into a marketing or a sales email or two or three, whatever number feels appropriate. Then from there, the next step would be is that they write the email and they send it out or they have, they give it to the copywriter and that copywriter produced the emails. They put it in your email system and then it goes out at least eight days before the event over like a couple of days to promote that they can buy it on their own or they can buy your membership. Then the event happens. Then comes usually probably an email, like the replay is available or it's uploaded somewhere. Here's how you can access it. Maybe another marketing email of like, Oh my God, this was amazing. This is what we talked about. This is how it applies to you. If you still want to get in, you can now join the membership. And the only way to get it is by joining the membership or something for some extra urgency. Like it it probably makes more sense for your business to get people into the membership rather than just a one-off event. So afterwards, it's only available if they join the membership. And then from there on, the cycle repeats. So listing out step-by-step kind of like what is the routine that goes into the launching of a master class, and what is like kind of like the best practice that you want to follow, and like adding in links and like sending out emails, like that is all stuff that isn't CEO work. Like you should not be doing that in your business. And if you just had the peace of mind that someone is managing that, has complete like overview of the process, that would free up quite a bit of capacity for you especially since it's a recurring task every month.
1: So I do, I am lucky enough to have all the steps listed. I want I don't want to call her a branding designer because she's way more than that. Nicole CN. I mean, she literally channeled my entire brand. She went way above and beyond what she had to do. And she put this whole document together, step-by-step step. everything that you've just said <laughs> that needs to happen every month. But at the moment I'm the one managing it and to have somebody that would just keep an eye on things and make sure that everything was flowing is interesting. I mean, it's exactly what I need. And what's interesting is when you said the, the masterclass is not available afterwards, because at the moment for me, it is, they can you can still buy my previous activations which okay. would be your master plan. Yeah. Yeah. That, just-
0: that is up to you. This is a question of preference, but it does create an extra incentive for people to join your membership if they can access past events. Yeah. And that way you could pull past events for something like a Black Friday deal, which is coming up too soon. Yes. <laughs> As like a special special thing.
1: True. I know they go very quiet on black friday i feel like there's just so much stuff happening (laughs) and then i'll pop out a few weeks later i'm back (laughs) yeah that
0: can also be your thing though so yes i mean you can run any kind of like promotion like 24-hour deals anytime you want really it doesn't have to be on black friday Just when there is a little bit more exclusivity, I find that helpful.
1: Sure. No, that makes sense. And then the one-on-one aspect that you spoke about? Yeah. I
0: personally... I mean, one-on-one is fairly self-explanatory when 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 you look at it, you're like, okay, I have this much capacity. Do I want to keep running at this capacity? Do I want to increase it or do I want to maybe reduce it so I have more space to to scale other parts of my business? So I love the concept of capacity. I don't schedule my time, I schedule energy. And for the non-woo-woo folks on, mm-hmm. on the show... Let's uh, quick like my understanding of energy too is if I'm not able to put healthy, like to cook a healthy meal three times a day, like I'm over capacity in my business. If I don't have the energy to go play with my kids in the afternoon, I am over capacity. If I'm too tired, to go do something that my soul is longing for, like an evening walk or sitting outside with my bunnies because I'm just too tired to even want to go feed them, I've overexpanded my energy. And I find that this is a very tangible way to be introduced to the concept of energy.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that, that way of framing it. Yeah, it took me quite
0: a while to understand energy because originally it came from like, Hardcore masculine energy, planning out everything, trying to micromanage. I mean, I was like queen of strategy and it really took me a long time to like loosen the grip a little.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And when you do that, then there's just so much more space for creativity and abundance to to flow in. Beautiful.
0: So I would love to look at what you're doing right now with your one-on-one, your group program and your your master classes slash membership. Do you feel like you you have any energy leaks where you're wasting more energy apart from like, okay, you need an OBM to like handle the process of the ma- uh, membership? Okay. That's one energy leak we identified. But when you look at your offers and your one-on-one, do you feel like you're overexpending anywhere or would you like to redistribute, reassign some of the capacity elsewhere so that you can have some more space to move forward?
1: So I think my one-on-one, I'm pretty, I was very clear right from the beginning that I only had so much energetic capacity for my one-on-one clients. So I only run my sessions Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Mondays and Fridays are off. And every fourth week is my integration week. I don't run any coaching calls. So I have a lot of time and spaciousness in my business. And I'm very comfortable with that. So in terms of energy leaks, I think it's more around the, it's more around the organization of the membership like we spoke about. And then also, perhaps I do spend some time thinking about, oh, I could repurpose this or I could repurpose that. But then to then go and sit and rewatch an hour's video and find that juicy moment when I said X, Y, and Z, and then, you know, repurpose it. So I think around content repurposing, there's definitely. I do think about it a lot, but don't do anything about it.
0: <laughs> okay. Again, another um, OBM job. <laughs> yeah, I know, for sure. <laughs> I feel like you manifested this entire call just so that I can give you contact information of the, off the OBM I'm thinking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I love the idea of, I mean, the, one of the reasons why I started my membership, not the only reason, but one of the reasons is because it was like, okay, I'm, I've been lucky enough to be at capacity in my one-on-one with my one-on-one clients the entire year. It's like, as one leaves, another one comes, but that's because this is what I do. I help my clients manifest clients. So I practice it for myself as well. But so the membership was one way of being able to have this beautiful passive income that can come in and grow. Because from a one-on-one perspective, I don't know, I feel like there's nothing else, Yeah, you know, that's it. (laughs) What is happening though, interestingly enough, is that, and this is just an interesting conversation that we can have, is how I have more energy the more I charge. So in the beginning... With my three-month coaching package, I had three clients, and that was my maximum. I was like, I can't do more than three clients, and I couldn't do more than three clients. I increased my packages, and I now have five clients, and I am actually at the stage now where I'm thinking I could potentially take on maybe another client, even though technically I'm at capacity, but I feel like I have the energetic space to hold more clients. So that's interesting is that I've noticed that when I increase my prices, the work gets deeper and my ability to hold space gets, expands and my ability to have more clients expands as well. So it's just like strange, energetic. Would
0: you like me to create some clarity on, on the pricing part? So the way I look at pricing is if you, Think just of like a normal graph, the way we had it in math. And there's there are two lines, two horizontal lines, one at the top, one at the bottom. And the lower line is your resentment line, where if you charge below that line, you're gonna feel resentment. Resentment is a low-vibe emotion, it drains your energy. And if you charge above that line, you have a resistance line where resistance is another negative emotion right or not negative but like another fairly low vibe feeling and again it drains your energy so if you're finding that sweet spot between those two your capacity increases so the closer you, you know. are to like the the, the higher level line be- but before you hit resistance like it gets more and more and more exciting, right? And eventually the excitement tips into resistance. So the higher you can be in the excitement, excitement is a high vibe, emotion, you know, the emotional scale from Abram Hicks, right? Everything that is kind of like ruminating at the bottom, I find that that is what creates resistance and friction and it drains our energy, everything that is like in zero, there's just kind of like, mm, it's like a tipping point, it doesn't really help, but it also doesn't really do anything. It just feels like going through the motions, but then the higher you go, the more energy you have. Yeah, with pricing, that like that scale literally is like you can put that on your pricing chart and you add the two lines. and the closer you are, like the more higher in the excitement and ecstasy you come. But before you hit the resistance line, that that is what creates energy and space and capacity in my opinion. And then if you're going lower because insecurity or lack of confidence, I don't know if I can do this. This is why it drains your energy. And then you underprice and you're feeling resentful. And you're like, Oh, I'm never doing this again. And I don't have capacity
1: for clients. Beautiful. I love that.
0: Right. So it's always about finding like whatever option works for us best in that moment. And, and That may be pricing, but that may also be like the setup of a container that may be the master classes or the way the membership is set up, the way you're selling things in there. And all of that creates like space so that you can, yeah, you can reassign and redistribute your capacity. From what you said, like, again, your one-on-one seems pretty solid, you can play yourself with the thought of like maybe I'll increase my rates and if I still feel like I can own it, I feel confident, I am excited as hell about that package. That might be enough to create space for one more client. So that's one of the ways you could bring in more money. And at the same time, I feel like the biggest cleanup for you that needs to happen is on your master classes and membership. Do you want to spend the last couple of minutes thinking about ways that you could maybe increase your profitability and/or create more space in your membership, sure. or in the launch processes? Because you have, like, if you have like a different masterclass every month, I find that there are a lot of like different ways in the launching where we can really like bring in just like more revenue or increase customer lifetime value, which yeah, also makes it again more exciting creates a little bit of extra energy and capacity for us. So when you launch, do you call them master classes or like monthly Okay, monthly activation. Mm. Okay. So when you launch your monthly activation, fill me in. How do you launch them right now?
1: So I normally do a, it either starts with a video or a written post. Mm-hmm. And that first post is, that's the, everything kind of flows from there. Mm-hmm. And so this month, as an example, I was waiting for the inspiration to flow through me and it wasn't coming. My VA is standing there going, Nikki, because <laughs> was my activations next week, Wednesday. And we've got all of this stuff that we need to get out. And everyone was waiting for me. So there was a, yeah. But I kind of feel like I don't know if there's a solution to that because it has to come, it has to be, it has to come through me first before it lands. But anyway, so normally it's a post, a written post and a video where I explain what the activation is. I sometimes think I wonder if I should be looking at this and seeing if there's a better way of positioning it. But then I find I get in my head too much. So for now, I just share. And then from there, we create a reel, we create a carousel, another post. and. But I'm late. I'm supposed to have already sent an email out to everybody in the membership with the oils that we use, so every month there's a different oil blend, and these are my own oils.
0: Okay. And why do you, Do you have any idea why it hasn't landed
1: yet? I think it's energetic because this month we moved into the element of earth, and earth is all around grounding and nourishing yourself. And whenever I move into the element of earth from an energetic perspective, it's like, often my energy gets drained because it brings up for my attention all the aspects in my personal life where I'm not nourishing myself properly, like maybe having one too many glasses of wine or eating an extra slice of pizza when I shouldn't or whatever it is. And it's, it just, it just happens. But the difference is that this time when it happened, I was just like, it's okay. Okay. You know, it's everybody has ebbs and flows, and this is what nature teaches us, is that there's a season for everything, and we can learn from the seasons and their cycles, and so I just let it happen. And then yesterday morning I woke up, I was like, bam, it's here. And I did the video, and I put the post out this morning, and it will be okay. (laughs) It will be okay. But it would be nice if that had happened a week earlier. But this is the thing when you're balancing in energetic energetics and strategy or systems and structure, there is this balance.
0: Maybe this is an opportunity for you to like embrace that time has a very, very almost like a rite of passage. Like it has the, the right to flow pulling on the grass isn't going to make it grow faster adding two moms to a room isn't going to grow the baby faster,
1: (laughs) right? I love your descriptions and the way that you frame things. So spice up your writing. (laughs) It's beautiful.
0: One of many teachings from that. But
1: Spice up your writing. Whenever I see you post about it or write about it, I'm always so drawn to it because I feel like that's definitely an area sometimes because when you are spiritual or woo-woo, as you know, as you have spiritual clients, we tend to be very airy fairy in our, in our communication. And I know I am. And I definitely think there's an opportunity for me to, (laughs) to, to bring what I'm trying to say into a more grounded, like practical, tangible, you can wrap your hands around it. Energy of, like you just said, pulling on the grass, that description is you can see it you so if feel you feel it. the
0: energetic pull, why didn't you take action?
1: <laughs> ah, you mean to, to sparse up your yeah, why, did, why didn't you
0: join it? Because, like, truly, that's, like, the kind of program that I believe every entrepreneur should actually have. But especially the more, like, woo-woo spiritual people should actually have that program because it allows you to put your magic better into words using Mm -hmm. writing tools like analogies, metaphors. And, like, I mean, one of the examples I gave in that program was a Jay Shetty quote. Call him somewhat, like, quite a bit spiritual life coaching kind of. Right. But it's like one of his most viral quotes ever, and it's the tool he used is like an analogy. Right. So when you have these kinds of tools, it really allows you to get your message across in a way that the subconscious can actually process because like something like confidence, energy, alignment, they it doesn't understand it. So it really helps put it into words.
1: <laughs> uh, I honestly don't. Okay, know why. advertisement <laughs> over.
0: This episode was sponsored to, and brought to you by Spice Up Your Writing.
1: Is <laughs> <laughs> it still open? Spice Up Your Writing. I actually don't even know. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> Just remember, yeah, my master. You,
0: you can you can buy my my master classes are available independently. Yeah. No, but like, okay. So your post finally landed. And Mm -hmm. the messaging finally landed. But is it an opportunity for you maybe to also like recognize, okay, well, recognize that maybe sometimes you have like a little bit of a somewhat like a short term focus here because you're in business forever. So it doesn't really matter if that master, if that monthly activation happens, gets promoted on October 7th or October 14th. As long as it's within that like roughly 35 days, let's say, range from the last one, you're still holding up your end of the contract to your membership. And at the same time, you're giving yourself an extra week in there to flow and let the best juice, so to say, download, the best messaging, the best way to teach it, rather than saying like, oh, well, it's 7.45 on October 7th. Let's go. I don't care Mm -hmm. if it's the best. It's just, it has to go out, right? So allowing yourself to like shift more into that energy of like, we're playing this game forever. So the energy is actually one of the most precious resource because this is where people, quote unquote, their business dies because they run out of energy and patience because they're like, it's time. Why isn't it here yet? I've been in business for two years. Why am I not at a million dollars yet?
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you.
0: So giving you extending that grace to yourself and that actually might speed it up even more the next time that it comes when that pressure is off.
1: No, I agree completely. That's what I did. I just surrendered and yeah. let it come when it comes and and it's all good. And you're right, mm-hmm. we're in business for the long game. Yeah. For sure.
0: About the launch itself, it does sound quite structured. You're like, "Oh, I turn it into a carousel. I'm gonna turn it into a reel." It's actually more structured than me. Just want to, uh, <laughs> want to put this out there. My launches are actually not structured like at all anymore. Like that. Really, how much are you allowing yourself to like play and have fun in your launch itself?
1: I think I, I think there's room for me to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Good question. I like it. I'm going to stop playing anymore.
0: (laughs) That's something that I want to invite you. Like ways that I play during my launch is definitely it's in my communication. I, by nature, I like to make jokes. So I integrate that quite a bit in my communication. And the more I play and have fun and enjoy the process of the selling the more clients drop in because energetically, I mean, who doesn't want to be around someone who's having a great time, right? So sure. in your launches, what feels
1: the least fun right now? I would say managing that, every managing the, the process and just, look, it's also early days. So I'm only in month three. And so this is the first month where we actually have everything laid out. And everything's, you know, all the structures there and the steps are there. And I mean, today is the first day that I'm like looking at the Trello board going, okay, now we've got stuff to do. <laughs> but so I would say that's probably the the least fun aspect of the launch. And I can, I tend to be quite a serious person. I can be quite serious and I, think I work quite seriously, and so when you said the fun, I was like, yeah, no, that's exactly what I need to do. I need to bring in a bit of fun and lightness, which yeah. I've been told many times before and I've told myself many times before, but it's always good to hear it again <laughs> and be reminded. So when I
0: hear someone say, I, I am quite a serious person and I work very seriously, I find that a lot of the times that's the result of like looking for safety by being serious in our past. And like joy and lightness maybe didn't feel quite and spontaneity didn't and play didn't feel quite as safe as in like, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to go do the work. So one of the ways that I find this easier to bring in some joy is one on Instagram stories because it has a less permanent feel to it, right? It expires after 24 hours. So, you can go crazy, have a complete vulnerability hangover, being like, oh my God, what did I just put on my stories? And in the worst case, it's like 24 hours later, so it's gone. And also, leaving it up 24 hours to see if it actually does something. Right? So, that's a way where you can play and experiment. But then also, I actually have a part in my business that is more structured and it has like a launch process to it. And that's my email list and like that part where I really hand it off more to like my OBM or content writer. And she like repurposes like the play the things that I do on my stories and on my Instagram, which is where I allow myself to have fun and be playful and really just enjoy myself. Beautiful. So having this kind of like Instagram is my playground and email or like Facebook group or I I would say the podcast is kind of like an in-between thing. So the process and the management of the podcast, that is like the serious businessy part, which is what my OVM does more. And then on the podcast, I allow myself to like flow. I feel like today was more of like a business conversation from like equal to equal rather than like, let me teach you or show you or help you specific things. Like I feel like I've taken just as many valuable lessons from you and benefited from hearing your side of how you do business, and hopefully you could you could take some of my wisdom and also use that for yourself and so creating like little playgrounds of- on instagram is or in your business, like little places where you allow yourself to have fun Just, uh, way.
1: just saying that I received a lot from the school. I really received a lot. So thank you. Thank you for your time and just the way that you frame things and the way that I can see and look at things differently has definitely helped me. I just feel like I've e- even in just this conversation created space for a reframe. So thank you.
0: Very happy to hear that. Sometimes it's, it's, I find it, this is is probably still a leftover from my masculine strategy. Can we have a spreadsheet for this kind of past? Mm -hmm. Where sometimes it like feels like, oh, did she actually get something from this by like talking about the different components of her business versus, okay, let's hash out your launch plan. Like that is something that I could probably do drunken in my sleep at 4am, but (laughs) (laughs) except I don't really drink. Yeah, so a sip would be enough to get me to that state. <laughs> but but it's like finding that that sort of balance is something that for me that I'm working on where I'm like, oh yeah, it's okay. Sometimes it is like looking at different parts or like talking about like energy. Links. And I find that when you allow yourself to, to, to play more and be in that playful energy I find that that collapses time even more. It's kind of like when you witness kids and they're just playing and suddenly the day is over. And, but they, I mean, just look at when they play and they're destroying your living room. They're so productive. They can destroy your living room and your entire house in like Mm -hmm. five minutes. And Mm -hmm. And then you go and you're like, oh, God damn it, I have to clean all this crap up. And here is one Lego and another Lego goes in the box and it takes forever to clean it all up right and it's it's True. a different energy versus if you turn on your favorite song and you're like singing at the top of your lungs and then suddenly you have the idea to like use the broom to sweep it all up and i don't know you're having a great time then you're you get just more done in a quicker yeah. time that's like that's how i see especially instagram stories a lot of people are like it takes forever i'm like how much fun are you having with it though Right, because yeah. when you have having a lot of fun, like Instagram stories, literally takes me ten minutes. The heart, the longest that it takes is actually subtitling it because I don't have a caption feature. But like putting it out there is like so fast because I'm like, this might be I, mean, I, mean,
1: I think about having fun on Instagram stories. I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, I mean, really, <laughs> what, what would I do? I have no idea. You probably have a you probably have a program for that. Yeah, I do,
0: of course, but (laughs) this episode already got sponsored by one
1: of the programs. (laughs) I think I may have purchased your program already, the stories (laughs) one. Really? Six figure
0: stories? I also have a resource, which is like $37, which is like here, let me guide you, direct you with like prompts and stuff. And that is nice. I really like my prompts. It's actually my favorite low ticket resource, but I always have the strategy program behind it to back things up because I don't actually believe that prompts are the end all be all solution. So it's just like the cheaper, like getting the foot in the door kind of thing both for me with other people and then, but also for other people getting the foot in the door of like, okay, let me, let me test that out. Let me see if this actually works and, and if I can already start making some sales, but then in the end there's an email sequence where I'm like, Hey, please don't just rely on prompts. You want to be able to like put your own thoughts and use them intentionally. <laughs> right? So yes but of course you said you wouldn't even know where to start we're like squeeze that in in the last two minutes of our call but your real life will give you will give you really good hints like when are you having fun when are you enjoying life in real life What what are the things that you do
1: Oh, you mean you want me to answer the question? Yeah. <laughs> you see, the thing is, those moments I generally don't take my phone. So, like going for a walk on the beach with my kids or the dogs, or swimming in the sea, or chilling at home with a with a book, lying on the grass in the sun and just letting the sun. Like those are the things that it's the the little things.
0: So when you talk about like going out with your kids and your dog, it really sounds like there's like something around connection that you really appreciate. And then laying in the sun or going for a swim sounds like a, something like an experience there. I want to make it clear, like I don't get my phone out to have fun either. I love going, I love the smell of fresh cut grass. I go horse riding. I like to connect with my kids. I go on adventures with them. I go sit with my bunnies. I really like silence. I mean, that isn't, it doesn't mean that you have to get your phone out to have fun, but can you have fun with the people on the other side of the screen? Yes. By sharing, for example, the things that really excite you and sharing from a place of like really authentic emotion. So getting really, really good at like...
1: I love essential oils.
0: (laughs) essential oils great can you share that from like a place of like real authentic emotions um as in like if if you're like sitting out with the sun uh, laying out in the grass looking up and letting just the sun shine into your face can you I don't know just like take a photo from the top being like uh I'm I don't know I'm getting photosynthesis in part yeah. planned, <laughs> or like what are the things that you can share and like genuinely share that feeling and why it excites you and like just add the context of why this makes you so happy and share yeah. that happiness like it will give something to the other people on the other side of the screen to latch on to like connect over right because if it's shared emotion That creates connection and then you will feel more connected to your audience and it 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 just like increases or improves how we feel about social media because the worst part is about posting not getting any engagement only hearing crickets on your like no one's responding to anything it's because we haven't given them something to connect over Uh, but when we have that connection actually social media becomes much more fun yeah because we are social beings so sharing parts of your life that make you really happy and that make you bring you joy will help bring joy to other people and then after that I don't know if you're quirky I don't know what your humor is but that is something that you can infuse in into your stories as well like I am just such a goofball like I'm I don't know I'm like if I had to put it in dogs I'd be like a golden red reaver like you know those dogs that are always like smiling and are always kind of like hungry and like when you look at them you're like I'm not sure if you're like just really cute or maybe a little unintelligent because you do the weirdest (laughs) things and you run against the glass door and then like a German shepherd or something like occasionally grumpy very like smart professional kind of like yeah I got this like I can do this and that like mixture is what I just bring like the happy puppy energy but also this like seriousness and this is like just how I am in real life like I will be the person who like jumps up and down on the bed at 4 30 in the morning on my wedding day with them to wake up my husband or something (laughs) like that (laughs) Which is <laughs> definitely the Golden Red River vibes, and like pulls faces or sends some photos like that. And that's just I put Beautiful. that on my stories as well. I give like little snippets of like my personality. Beautiful. And it really like makes social media feel more fun because now yes. people it's respond real. to that right. So take a look at you. your life and see what are the parts that you can bring out there.
1: Oh, well, thank you. That was very helpful.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing so openly. I will link all of your profiles and all of the places where people can connect with you. And thank you so much, Nikki, for all the things thank that you, you shared. <laughs> it was such a pleasure mm-hmm. having you here today. It was awesome to, that and to chat to you. Thank you. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week and until then, Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you.